Good morning. Welcome to our time together in God's Word on this uh, Monday morning. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving break and Thanksgiving weekend, had a good time with family and friends as we now begin our walk to Christmas. Um, Sunday was a Sunday in life of the church called Christ the King Sunday, uh, which we focused on the Lordship and uh, of Jesus as our Lord and Savior. And this is the last week of um, the church year. The new church year will start Sunday with Advent. And so we'll spend some time talking about some of these things in the coming days. But what I wanted to do this week is we prepare our hearts for Advent next week as we prepare our hearts uh, to encounter the babe born in Bethlehem. I wanted to take some time to look at uh, some, some church members suggested this last week that uh, I'll look at some of the messianic prophecies. Some of the passages in the Old Testament that point to Jesus. And so I, I thought that was a great idea because there's so many beautiful Old Testament passages that point us to Jesus. So I thought we'd do that. And so um, for most of this week, we're going to look at small, smaller, shorter passages. Uh, and, and also we'll look at the Old Testament passage and then we'll look at the specific New Testament passage where that prophecy is fulfilled. But what I wanted to do today was look at a bigger picture prophecy um, and um, and not really look so much as at a certain New Testament corresponding passage. But I wanted to look at the um, Old Testament and you'll see where I'm going. It's Isaiah 53. It's um, this 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 we see starting in Isaiah um, 53, um, 54, 55. There's this prophecy of Isaiah called the suffering servant. And um, I really want to fixate on chapter 53, but I, I want to um, read um, part of this. I, it's only 12 verses. So I'll read the whole whole chapter. Um, this, is, this is 53 verse 1. Who has believed what we have heard? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before him like a young plant, like a root out of the dry ground. He had no former majesty that we should look at him, and nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by others, a man of suffering, equated with infirmity. As one from whom others hid their faces, he was despised, and we held him of no account. Surely he has borne our infirmities. He has carried our diseases. Yet we accounted him stricken, struck down by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities, and upon him was placed the punishment that made us whole, and by his bruises we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray, and have turned to our own way, but the Lord has laid upon him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, and he did not open his mouth. Like a lamb led to the slaughter, like a sheep before its shears is silent, he did not open his mouth. By a perversion of justice he was taken away. Who could have imagined his future? He was cut off from the land of the living. Struck him for the transgression of my people. He made his grave with the wicked and his tomb with the rich. Although he had done no violence and there was no deceit in his, in his mouth. Yet it was the will of the Lord to crush him, to make his life an offering for sin. He shall see his offspring and prolong his days. And through him the Lord shall prosper. Out of his anguish we shall see light. He shall find satisfaction through his knowledge. The righteous one, my servant, shall make many righteous. He shall bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will allot him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong. Because he poured himself out to death, he was numbered with the transgressions. Yet he bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. Okay, that's Jesus, y'all. <laughs> I mean, come on, that's, that, that's, come on. You read that, and he, 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 he made intercession for the transgressors. He bore the sins of many. 
Uh, yet it was the Lord's will to crush him with pain, to make him an offering for sin. Um, although he had done no violence, he was stricken for the transgressions of my people. He was oppressed. He was afflicted. He did not open his mouth like a lamb led to the slaughter. By prayers of justice, he was taken away. That, this is the cross, y'all. This is Isaiah 53, written before the fall of Jerusalem. So written in, you know, 500s BC. 500 years before Jesus. This was written. And this is one of the most beautiful to me messianic prophecies in all the Bible because it points to what Jesus did. I always love, to me, it's verses four through six that I love the most. Um, a little bit of a rabbit here. Some of you my age. Remember the remember the 80s and 90s Christian heavy metal band Striper? That's a, that's a reference to Isaiah. In fact, I think they had in their, in their logo, they had Isaiah 53, verse 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was placed the punishment that made us whole, and by his bruises we are healed. In the King James, it says, um, by his stripes we are healed. It's funny. Remember I talked last week when I looked at Psalm 121? About how when I quote the Bible, the King James comes out. So when I read verse five, I, I, my brain says he was pierced for our transgressions, crushed for our sins, and the punishment that made us whole was placed upon him. And by his wounds, we are healed. That's where my brain, like that's the way I hear and read that passage. It's just that he was pierced for our transgressions, crushed for our sins. All we like sheep have gone astray and have turned to our own way. And the Lord has laid upon him the iniquity of us all. So we see here in Isaiah this prophecy of what the Lord was going to do in Jesus. Maybe outside of the Passover lamb, is there any passage in the Bible that better, frankly, explains what happened on the cross? I really think this passage, verse 4 and through 6 this of Isaiah, explains what happened in the cross, y'all. Your sins are forgiven. The Lord has laid upon him the iniquity of us all. All of your sins have been laid upon Jesus. All of them, y'all. The sins you've committed, the sins you're committing, the sins you're going to commit. All of this was laid upon Jesus, and he was crushed. He died for our sins and for our iniquities. And we are healed through his wounds. He has borne our sin, our illness. He was shrugged down. He was afflicted. He was pierced for our transgressions. There's a great old hymn of the faith that they've had some modern versions of in Christ alone. I think it's verse three. It says there on the cross, his wrath was satisfied. The wrath of God's been satisfied, y'all. The cross was the game changer. Christ has paid the penalty for our sins. You are forgiven. Your sin has been atoned for.
Your sin has been paid for. Upon him was placed the iniquities of us all. Here in Isaiah, 500 years before the birth of Christ, 500 years before the cross, 500 years before this happened, we see the prophet saying there will come a suffering servant. There will come one who will be the Lord's will to crush so that the people can have their sins forgiven. He has he has he was stricken for the transgression of my people. He bore the sin of many. He was he 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 was pierced for our transgressions. He was despised. He was a man of no reputation. He was acquainted with infirmity. He had no former majesty. He this is Jesus, y'all. And I think this Isaiah 53 is a passage we should read over and over and over and over again. Because it reminds us what Jesus has done for us. It reminds us what Jesus has accomplished for us. It reminds us of what Jesus has atoned for us. It reminds us who Jesus is, the suffering servant of God, who like a sheep was led to the slaughter, but yet he bore the sins of many so that the many could be forgiven. Friends, your sins have been atoned for. Your sins have been paid for. Jesus has paid the price for your sins. All of them. You can be forgiven today. You can let go of it. You can experience grace and forgiveness today. You are forgiven. We just have to accept. Remember what he has done for us. He was pierced for our transgressions, crushed for our sins. And the punishment that brought us peace was upon him, and by his wounds we were healed. Today, each of us can know the forgiveness of God that comes through Jesus. Today, let us rejoice in the work of the suffering servant. Thanks for being with us today, and we'll unpack some more of these Messianic prophecies throughout our week this week. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow.